Welcome to the Episcopal Church of the Holy Communion. We're so glad you have joined us for this sermon. You can find all our sermons at our website, holycommunion.net. Don't be afraid. Just keep trusting. What does that mean? This gospel story conjures up for us all the stuff that makes us not trust. It's easy to hear this reading and go straight to the miracle network and faith healers. The miracles of tumors disappearing in people who only touch the television screen. Tent revivals of people coming to the front to be pushed down on the floor and declared healed. Saint Bernadette of Lourdes. Holy places that you visit which result in leaving your crutches behind. We're uncomfortable, like good Episcopalians, with these stories because it seems to suggest that some people's faith is better than others because their physical affliction is healed while others who languish and continue to suffer, they must not believe in the right way or trust in God enough, right? But before we all shut down and explain the story away as primitive medicine or mistranslation from the Aramaic or Greek, let's take a breath and open up to these gospel stories and get curious about what Mark is saying to us today about Jesus and saying to us about ourselves. So I ask, who are you in this story? Haven't we all been desperate, or at least known someone in such despair? We know the story of Jairus and the sick child. We know the story of the woman with the chronic illness that can't be cured. Most of us have been like the crowd, witnessing the pain of others about to lose loved ones, or people who are chronically ill dying themselves. For me, I just left two families with gravely ill children back in my previous parish in California. There's no way to understand what they carry. This is a story of people who have done all the right things but aren't getting the results. So we find them at the end of their rope. Tapped out like Jairus, a synagogue leader who risks his reputation to approach this controversial figure, his little girl is dying. The woman who has spent years ill, spending all her money, seeing every kind of doctor, not only is she not any better, she's worse. She's bottomed out. So she crawls on her hands and knees through this huge throng of people and breaks a taboo of a hemorrhaging woman touching a man. Maybe if she can just reach down and touch the hem of his garment, no one will notice she's breaking the law. She's able to touch his hem, and there in the middle of the crowd, 
touching him with so many hands on him, he feels it. He feels her weak touch on him. When she approaches him and tells her truth, Jesus replies, You are healed. And then back to Jairus. In all the commotion with the woman, it seems like Jesus has forgotten about him. In that moment, Jesus overhears that Jairus' daughter has died. And Jesus turns to him and says, Don't be afraid. Keep trusting. He wasn't done with Jairus. So let's take a breath. Mark is a storyteller who likes to get to the point and sew things up really quickly. He's known for using the phrase suddenly or immediately as a way to move from one story to the next. He can make it seem that Jesus just pops in and out. Mark likes to make things move fast. If we only have Mark's Jesus to go on, Jesus is an instant cure for all that ails you. The instant answer on Google. In Mark, Jesus can be projected on as the Amazon Prime of people's needs. But let's take a step back. Mark's motive wasn't about filling the immediate needs of a consumer or to provide an instant answer. No, perhaps in his need to be spare with his words, Mark has us coming in the middle of the story of these two people. Maybe this isn't a story of miracles. This is not not a story of desperate acts. What if this is a story of people who've made it a practice all their lives to reach out to God? And so practiced are they in their relationship with God that they are willing and able to do the radical act because from this ongoing reaching out for God's love, they knew what they were looking for and saw it in Jesus. We are coming in on Jairus and the woman as life events have taken them to a depth of pain and suffering, which now compels them to reach even deeper into the love of God. This is a story of two people who did keep trust that God wasn't done with them. This is a story of faith, not as a magic solution, nor as a reward, but faith as a releasing into the greater scheme of God's healing work of creation. The theologian Pierre, Pierre Teilhard de Chardin said, above all, trust in the slow work of God. We are quite naturally impatient in everything to reach the end without delay. Above all, trust in the slow work of God. Don't be afraid, says Jesus. Keep trusting. What does this mean? It means remembering daily, 
daily that we're not in control. We're part of something bigger. Think of the little ways in the past week when you weren't at the end of your rope, but when one of the little anxieties of daily life caught hold. In that moment, what might you do to reach out to Jesus for a healing touch? Or of a moment when you comforted yourself with the illusion that you are actually in control, you got it together, and instead recognize the grace that is supporting all the good things in your life. What might be your practice? Not only when you're broken open, as Jairus and this woman were, to see the presence of Jesus, but always awake to the greater scheme of the life force of God's love that isn't done, that is always creating new, even when we think it's over. This kind of relationship is our antidote to the fear which constricts us, to the despair which blinds us, and the de desperation that makes us seek out that false sense of control as a quick end to the pain. This antidote of Christ's presence is always there, but usually we don't access it because the day-to-day -day can lull us into thinking we've got everything under control. Today's gospel is a story of people who held on to this life force of God's love in the suffering and when the worst had happened. And they just kept trusting. The point is, and this is good news, living out of God's loving, creative life force doesn't require crisis or desperation. Instead, it's a way of life when things are going well and when things are falling apart. Mark is telling us the story of Jairus and this woman to show us that we have to reach out for the life force of God's love every moment of the day with every breath. Not just in despair, fear, or disaster, so that when we are fragile, when God's love seems beyond our reach, when we think we've been forgotten, we take a breath and release and keep trusting and reach out because we know Christ is always there responding to us, seeing us in the crowd and saying, don't be afraid, keep trusting. Amen.